0: Hi, welcome to Healthy Wealthy Roots, a podcast about financial wellness, mental health, and parenthood. I once joked that when I meet people, I'm going to tell them that I do something absolutely bizarre, like accounting, or that I am a secretary instead of telling people that I'm a psychologist. When I meet people and they ask me what I do for a living, I always pause and I take a deep breath because I know what's coming next. Once people hear that I'm a psychologist, they usually launch off into one of two things. The first one is, oh, don't be psychoanalyzing me. And the second one is, oh wow, I or my brother or my cousin or my aunt or my coworker need someone just like you. And then they go into all of their business that I may not have asked for because I'm just standing at the cash register or sitting at a bar. So people have conceptions about psychologists and what we do and what therapy is and I wanted to talk a little bit about that today when folks go into details about their private life with me whether or not I just met them I listen and I try to figure out how can I be of help to this stranger without having to go into even more detail with them because they're not my client. So usually I'm trying to determine if this is an issue that a mental health provider can help with and then how can I make suggestions for how they could get the help that they need. Once they're done telling me the details of their private life and I determine that maybe a therapist could help, I bring that up and I often get a glazed look. People seem to kind of shut down when you talk about therapy and going to therapy, which is odd because they would very readily tell a stranger about the things that are going on in their life, which is kind of what therapy is. So I have been trying to figure out how to best bring up the topic of therapy with people and do it in such a way that I don't get that glazed look. One of the things that people say a lot is that, oh, therapists, they just want to get in your head and mess with your head. And uh, I... I don't quite understand what that is supposed to look like. Um, I, I don't have magic powers. <laughs> I wish I did. I actually often joke that I am a psychologist and not a psychicologist because I can't read people's thoughts. Uh, I cannot change people's thoughts. And if I could, <laughs> trust me, I would. Um, I had a very interesting experience just last week that illustrates this point. I was sitting with a mom of one of my patients and she was explaining to me some of the struggles that she is having and it occurred to me that she would probably benefit from getting help herself. So when I brought that up with her, What I did was I framed it in such a way as if you take care of yourself, you are better able to take care of your child. And that is a fact. If you have children, they are relying on you to be at your best so that you can take care of them the best that you can. And when I said that to her, She became emotional because yes, she agreed that it's difficult for her to take care of her child because of her own struggles. But once I brought up therapy, she became defensive and was shutting down. And she said to me that, uh, she doesn't know what therapy would be like. And she's afraid of, um, therapists getting into her head. And so, What I did was I said to her, the conversation that you and I are having right now, sitting in chairs opposite to each other, facing each other in this quiet room, that is exactly what therapy is like. You meet with someone, you talk about what's going on in your life or what has occurred in your life, and they are able to untangle the knots that life's experiences create and make sense of it for you. You're you're giving us the material to work with. It's kind of like a ball of yarn or a phone charger that has gotten tangled up and you hand it over to us. And what we do is we help you tease it apart and figure out where the tangles are and help you to untangle it. What that untangling looks like can vary depending on what your issues are. So for instance, if you have been depressed or anxious, untangling those knots may mean what does your depression look like? Are you sad a lot? Do you cry easily? Do you not enjoy things that you used to enjoy? and then helping you to figure out how to address the experiences that you're having that are making you feel the way that you do, the thoughts that you're having that are making you feel the way that you do, and maybe recommending some things that might help you feel better. Um, With anxiety, it's the same concept. And so we're not really getting in your head What you're doing is handing over some of the things that you're struggling with in your head, and we're sitting with you to go through it and make sense of it. One of the other things that people say to me a lot is that they don't want to go talk to a stranger. And I get that because it is very scary to just sit down in front of somebody that you don't know and then tell them some of your deepest, darkest secrets. But the thing is, when we are trained, one of the things that we are trained on is keeping things confidential. So we are not allowed to tell your secrets to anyone else unless you are going to hurt yourself or you're going to hurt someone else. Uh, But aside from that, we keep your secrets for you. Um, And we, even though we are a stranger to you in the beginning, one of the things that is crucial when you're getting therapy and once you're seeing a good therapist is that person will take the time to develop a relationship with you first before jumping into the deep end with all of your deepest darkest secrets. And we call that establishing rapport within the working relationship. What that rapport looks like developing a relationship with you is in those first few sessions, spending time just getting to know you. Who are you? What do you like? What do you not like? Do you have siblings? What do you do for a living? Uh, what have you, um, been struggling with the most that's bringing you in here today, but we're not really going to go in depth into all of that stuff in the first session, because we don't know you just as the same way as you don't know us. So that's one of the things that, uh, I wish that I could tell people when they, they express to me that they don't want to go talk to a stranger. Another thing that people all often think is that therapy would be like it is on TV. And in some ways, depending on what shows you're watching, it can be similar, but in a lot of ways it's not. Therapy can take a while. It can take a while before you start to feel better because you didn't feel the way that you feel overnight. And so feeling better does not occur overnight. And in TV and in the movies, there is a limited amount of time for them to tell the story. And so everything kind of gets condensed. I had one of my patient's parents say to me that she watched Insecure and she that was her only exposure to what therapy looks like, or at least what she thought therapy looked like. And she did not want to go to a therapist because she didn't want another girlfriend, meaning she, she has friends who are not being supportive about the experience that she's having. And so she doesn't want to have just another friend to go sit and talk with and kick back with. And so I explained to her that a therapist is not really like having a girlfriend uh, or a friend. We, yes, we are open and kind and gentle and it's laid back. It's not like a professional a uh, working relationship where you have colleagues and it's all business it's not quite like that but it's also not quite as casual as a friendship and we're not allowed to have friendships with our clients so when i explained to her that it it isn't like that and that the person that you see their only job is to be a non-judgmental person who you can hand over your stuff to and who can help you with your stuff. Then she realized that, oh, well, okay. And it was interesting because she later told me that just by having an interaction with me, and I was the only psychologist that she had ever interacted with, just by having an interaction with me, she realized that, okay, well, therapy isn't quite like what I see on TV. And this person who I'm telling some of my story to is not judging me and not thinking that I'm a terrible person like some of my family members or my friends have said. And so maybe I will give it a shot if it's going to be like this. Uh, One of the other things that she had said that was interesting and that I hear often, people may be hesitant to go to therapists who are younger or who look younger um, because they are thinking that you need to have a wealth of life experiences and be seasoned in order to be good. And that is not necessarily the case. Uh, It can go either way. There are people who can be seasoned and they may not be as effective. Uh, There may be people who are younger or not quite as seasoned and who may be really good. So in order to determine that, what I say is get in there have a conversation with the therapist. Some con- some therapists allow you to have a conversation with them just on the phone before you even schedule to see how you feel about that person and what they have to say. And that can be very helpful. Just go in and have a conversation. Just see how you feel about that person. See if you think that this person may be able to help you. And if you don't think so, you can continue to shop around. If you think so, then you can stick with it for a while and see. But just always know that this is your time and this is your money and uh, you have the final say. You can determine that it's not working for you and you can change your mind at any time. You can determine that it is working for you and you want to continue going. So that's just a little bit on some of the misconceptions that I hear about therapy. If there are other things that have crossed your mind, feel free to let me know and I am more than happy to discuss it in a later episode. On the website, uh, healthywealthyroots.org, I have a tab on starting therapy that includes information on what therapy sessions are like and how you can go about finding a therapist, whether or not you have insurance. So go ahead and check that out. So thank you for joining me today. Tune in every Monday and Friday. You can check out the website at HealthyWealthyRoots.com Dot org join me on instagram at healthy wealthy roots and subscribe to my youtube channel remember our future grows from healthy wealthy roots so everybody talks about interest you see that word mentioned in commercials that are advertising things for you to buy And you hear them talk about it on the news. But it took me a while before I completely understood what interest is. And now that I understand it, I am fascinated by the concept. And it actually is a whole lot more interesting than you might realize. You can make a lot more money if you have interest on the money that you have you can lose a lot more of your money if you have interest on the debt you have. So join me next time and we'll talk about interest. This podcast offers only a look at what I'm doing and is not meant to substitute the results you can get from working one-on-one with a professional.